Welcome to Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lab. My name is Ryan Janke. I'm joined by Corey Litton. Still alive. Still alive. You made it through. <laughs> you made it through the weekend. Yeah, it was. Uh, I yeah, I'm a little jammed out a little bit from the uh, <laughs> from being a lamb jam. It was quite the event, uh, along with many other great events going on from this last weekend as well. Yeah. So lamb jam was a good time. I had an awesome time. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about it a little bit. Well, uh, you know, we had uh, all these kind of different events out there. It was a it was a whole day long kind of thing. As you can hear, my voice is probably a little strained from uh, from uh, calling the and the announcing and all all that kind of stuff. Because I was trying to match the sound of these eight hundred horsepower trucks as they're taking off. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't have a good. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have a shot at that at all, and so yeah, I, it, my voice got a little wore out this last weekend. But sure. I had a fantastic time. Good. A lot of great people. There were tons of people at Lamb Jam, and it was a great event. Good, good. Well, we have we had some racing going on. We are going to cover racing from Thursday, August the eighteenth, all the way through. Uh, Monday, right? Last night did was there racing last night? Yes, there was at the Red River Cart Club. Yeah. So uh, we're going to cover all of that from Thursday, August 18th to Monday, August 22nd. So let's just start with Thursday, Norman County Raceway Season Championship. Ada. There, there were a few uh, uh, there were a few classes that it came all the way down to the end, so it was pretty fun to watch a lot of them out there. The sport mods are one of them. Uh, they, they took to the track uh, first, where Rich Pavlicek was able to grab the win over Andy Spud Wagner and Paul Colvin. Uh, Pavlicek was able to double up with the points championship there by 14 points over Wagner and 26 points over Vince Jetvig. On to the stock cars, where next uh, the stock cars were next in uh, the Cheetah Rob Van Mill. He, uh, he took the win over the Ripper Ryan Satter and the Sasquatch Tim Johnson, so it was an all-nicknamed top three. Uh, Van Mill is able to secure the double up with the title as well by nine points over the cool cat Calvin Kesselberg and the nicknameless Rick Schultz. Uh, that might be the that might be his nickname now. <laughs> and, <laughs> the nicknameless Rick Schultz. I, I'm not I, kidding you when uh, when I'm saying about six out of seven or no about six out of the eight drivers that were out there had nicknames. Uh, two of them didn't. It uh, might stick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then it was on to the hobby stocks where the Blackjack Express Tim Church held off Brody Eckert and Stone Cold Brad Orvidal at the line for the win. Eckert edged out Church by 12 points and Orvidal by 16 points to win the track championship. Then it was the Macintosh Missile, Matt Scow, who won in the Midwest Modifieds over Chris Edmonds and Aaron Blacklance. Blacklance dominated the whole season and won the title by 213 points over Brady Jawoski and uh, uh, even more of that. I think it's actually around 232 points over Reese Stenberg. Alex Brasseth, he took the win in the Legends over his brother Ryan and the Flying Deuce, Ashton Speaker. Uh, speaker missed his heat race due to having football practice. <laughs> so he had to start at the back of the pack in the feature. Had he not been able to show up, uh, Alex Brasseth would have won the point title by winning the race. Oh, wow. That's, that's how uh, close it was out there. Uh, but he was able to charge far enough up to make up enough points to win the title over Brasseth by five points and Cody Jawoski by 38. Then it was the Nevada Nightmare Colin Hibden winning in the modified main event over Matt Auckland and Lightning Luke Johnson. Auckland bested Johnson in the points battle by five and Jeff Nelson by nine points. So that was all the way down to the very end there, too. And although they had the night off, the Race Saver Sprint title was also wrapped up with Ty Hanton besting Brandon Rico by six points and Andy Pake by 29. All right, we move on to Friday, August 19th, back to school bus races. River City Speedway, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Well, with uh, Red River Valley Speedway raining out last week, I uh, decided to 
take uh, take my girls up to Grand Forks and go watch uh, the races up there. Tucker Peterson, he took the lead on lap three from Daniel Aberly and never looked back to win in the street stocks over John Halverson and Trey Hess. Tanner Thies, he took advantage of a late race restart with four laps to go in the Midwest Modifieds to win over Matt Scow and the red-headed rebel Scott Bintz. Then we had bus races. <laughs> they had 12 buses out there, which is pretty impressive on a quarter-mile track. Wow. It, they got spread out. When it got spread out, they actually started, uh, they actually pretty much ran all the way around the racetrack. And you're talking uh, legit school buses, whatever, 70-seaters or whatever they, they Yeah, are. pretty much. Uh, and they had a short bus as their pace vehicle. So <laughs> that was pretty that's pretty awesome. Yeah, full-size buses out there. Connie Clava, she uh, jumped in Lightning McQueen. It was painted up exactly like Lightning McQueen. Really? And uh, she uh, led with six laps to go to win in uh, the buses out there. And, by the way, they're going like three and four wide also. Really? They so, even spun one out. So are they uh, – uh, they got all the seats in them. Like it's just buy a buy a school bus and letter buck, or do they do any modifications to them other than painting? Obviously, but uh, they, they took the glass out of them, which is a good thing because we had a we had about a forty five minute delay in Ado when we had the bus races because the glass kept shattering onto the racetrack. Oh sure. So we had to go out there and with a couple vacuums and and clean it all up. Oh, but okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just basically took the glass out of it and oh. then let it go. Letter buck. Wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, t- Tim Estenson, he had the lead uh, from uh, grabbed the lead from Brendan Mullen with nine to go in the Nosa Sprint Car feature, but Estenson had a tire delaminate on him, and that caused a nasty vibration. And uh, Jade Hastings was able to capitalize on, on Estenson's misfortunes and pick up the win over uh, Estenson and Wade Nygaard in the Nosa Sprint Car feature. Then it was Aaron Turnbull, two-time Sites Memorial champion out there at the uh, River City Speedway. Getting the lead from Dustin Strand with 13 laps to go in the late model main event and cruising over the wind over uh, Strand and Shane Edgington. All right. You talked a little bit about Lamb Jam down in Catherine <laughs> already, but uh, what, what happened down there in the action Saturday, August 20th? Well, the day that I got to go there, 12 brave souls took to conquering the Barbie Hill to start the day off. That's mm-hmm. the one where everybody gets, basically, you draw for a Power Wheels car. Okay. And you're supposed to ride it down the hill. You get to decorate it. You get to have it overnight, decorate it, modify it, whatever you can to make it faster. And uh, uh, so basically you just go down a really steep hill in a in a Power Wheels car and hope not to die. Um, <laughs> all 12 fingers. made it down the hill for a complete okay. run, which was very interesting. So basically if you crashed, you had to run and grab the biggest chunk. So you go down the hill, there's one jump, and then uh, – it's just a slight little bump kind of thing. Yep. And then there's a turn, like a 90-degree turn that you have to go through. And if you ride it all the way down there and it doesn't crash, you got to get out and push the thing across the line. Okay. Which is what happened to all 12 times. <laughs> but usually, yeah, if you wreck real bad, which... You know, we were hoping for. <laughs> Not gonna lie, we got three in, and I look over at Lynn Lamb, the guy that is the mastermind of the whole event, and he's sitting there kind of mad. He's like, he's going, nobody's wrecked yet, <laughs> um, and none of them did. <laughs> and, but it was uh, the very last competitor, Rob Kruger, who did it the fastest. Uh, Kruger also won the best decorated contest. He made it down the hill, over the jump, and across the line in only 9.12 seconds. Wow. A new track record there at Lamb Jam. Very cool. As far as I know. Uh, it's only the second Offi- year. Officially. Yes. So we're going to have to rough that up and make it uh, uh, unsurvivable. <laughs> uh, On to the tire drag, where it was Luke Flieger who made it around the Lamb Jam pit in 57.14 seconds to win in the stock truck class. Then his Rusty Cap with a 38.04 second lap. He took the quick time in the Mega Light class. After that, it was Sean Schumacher winning in the freestyle main event, according to our three uh, 
uh, judges that we picked just before that event started. Plus, uh, he he did not win the fan vote, but he did definitely win the uh, the judged competition out there. Sure, okay. We now, had, we had a tug pad thing after that too, but it was tough to de- determine who the winners were on that one because uh, it was kind of very informal. It was like, <laughs> oh, you want to take this one, this guy on? Okay, go yeah. ahead. Ah, that's fun. That's a good time. <laughs> so you told me before we started recording that wasn't your only event. No, I ended, up, Saturday. I ended up uh, running out to the uh, Carpenter Memorial at Jamestown Speedway after the events had finished up over at Lamb Jam. It was only about 50 miles, so why, yeah. not, why not give it a shot? I mean, I, I saw that there was only one feature race completed, and I said, I could probably get to the last half of it. <laughs> it's <was> hardcore. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was also Saturday, again, August 20th, the fourth annual Carpenter Memorial at Jamestown Speedway. Controversy to start out the night when the bomber winner Jaden Michelson was disqualified for having a restrictor plate that didn't meet the specs at the end of the race. Travis Edinger was de- declared the winner with Asher Williams finishing in the second spot and Hayden Aberly from hashtag Team No Green finishing in the third spot. Moving on to the Midwest Modifieds, where the Nightmare Lucas Rodin started out on the pole and dominated that Midwest Mod feature over Matt Scow and Travis Sauer. Travis Sauer, I think, still has the uh, most wins in the history of the class out there at the Jamestown Speedway, and I think he stopped racing there over 10 years ago weekly. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he's he's good. Um <laughs> Alex Kukowski, he started eighth and then climbed his way up to the lead with 13 laps to go to win in the Legends over Donovan Weist and Glenn Mitchell. Then hashtag, hashtag Team No Green member Billy Christ, he got past Casey Usatis at the halfway mark of the street stock feature and held off the assassin Kyle Anderson and Jaden Christ, his son, for the win. Then it was the kid Eric Edwards claiming the modified win over uh, main event over the Chicky Nuggy Buggy Scott Gartner. He's, <laughs> he's sponsored by McDonald's. So that's why he's called okay. the Chicky Nuggy Buggy. Makes sense. And the Cody Peterson. All right. And uh, then that wasn't all the action for the weekend. On Sunday, August 21st, the, the season championship out of Buffalo River Speedway in Glendon, Minnesota. The Legends started out the night, and it was the blind squirrel Scotty Richardson getting the win over Alex Brass at the Ashton Speaker. Hollywood Ty Wilkie finished in the fourth spot, and that was enough to lock up the points by 16 over Richardson and 20 over Speaker. Then uh, next up were the Lightning Sprints. Jason Berg held off Kate Taves and Alex Trushinsky for the win. Trushinsky took the point title by 25 over Dexter DeVergston and 34 over his dad, Alan Trushinsky. Then it was the Sport Mods where Scott Jacobson got the win over Chris Van Mill and uh, Scott's son, Kelly. With Kelly's third place finish, he was able to win the point title by only two points over his dad, Scott. So... Yeah, wow. uh, and then a 46 points over Vince Jevick. That kind of reminds me of that story, the 92 uh, NASCAR points race that Alan Kulwicki won. Yeah. Um, when uh, Bill Elliott won at the end of the, the race, and Alan did just enough to win the, the points title, and the first thing he said, Bill got said when he got out of the car was, I won, but I lost. <laughs> <laughs> This kind of reminds me of that one. Yeah. Uh, in the hobby stocks after that, it was Scott Heron getting the victory over Nate Hansen and Todd Gettle. Heron doubled up and won the points title by 13 points over Caleb Gardner and 13, and uh, uh, yeah, and also 13 points over Brad Orvidal. Uh, they tied for the second spot, and that's without Scott Heron racing every week. He missed at least one week. So, oh wow, that's that, that's pretty impressive. He had a lot of wins out there this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the modifieds, it was the Fargo Flash Jesse Skalicki getting the win over Lightning Luke Johnson and Cody Peterson. Jamie Schultz finished in the fifth. Spot, and that was enough to get the title over Cody Peterson by nine points and Tony Mack by 37. 
Then it was on to the short trackers where Hunter Goulet got the win over Jason Cass. I believe that was his fifth of the year. He also didn't win every, or didn't race every week of the year, so that's why he did not win the point title. But okay. Hunter Goulet got the win over Jason Cass and Adrian Kubitz. Cass secured the points championship over Kubitz by 18 points and Goulet by 31. An interesting fact about that as well, Jason Cass did not win a race all season and still managed to win the points championship. Hmm. So that just goes to show you, showing up consistent and being consistent. That's what that's what does it. Consistency is key, absolutely. So there's hope for Ryan Blaney yet. <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit, but it's getting close. It's uh, yep. uh, getting getting tight over there. Uh, in um, on Monday, uh, August twenty second, ChristianCarsOnline.com Summer Series at the Red River Cart Club in West Fargo. The annual two week event that we have out there at the Red River Cart Club finished up last night. Uh, Lane Verilrude started off the night with a win in the Novice One Class over Lincoln Corinta and Brazen Urbach. Then it was Nicholas Jacobson getting his first cart win ever in the Novice Twos over Braxton Meyer Peterson and Blake Bogart. Ryder McGoff was the winner in the Rookie Ones over Liv Schmitz and Chase Kenyon. Liv Schmitz uh, somehow ended up in the back of the pack at least three times during this race, and she kept coming up, and she was challenging at the end. Hmm. So yeah, she's a she's a good little runner. She knows how to get towards the front. <laughs> then it was Arlen Kenyon winning in the Rookie Twos over Dalton Babcock and Brady Heilman. Hunter Verilrude was the uh, 206 Blue Slide winner over Owen Zick and Andrew Clark. Then it was Alex Clark uh, getting the win over Kyle Van Mill and Zayden Broughton in the 206 Black Slide class. Andrea Jacobson, that would be the sister of Nicholas that we talked about just a little bit ago. She got her first win in the adult stock class over Vince Noble and her brother, Kelly Jacobson. All right. Who is the, also the, the track champion out at Buffalo River Speedway in the Sport Mods. Oh, yeah. All right, World of Outlaws, uh, the Jackson Nationals in Jackson, Minnesota. Now, there is something that doesn't always happen out there. Yeah, the uh, rain caused the Outlaws to run a rare two race programs in one day down at the Jackson Nationals in Jackson, Minnesota. The day portion saw Logan Schuhart win on a, on a great last lap pass over Car- Carson Macedo and Jacob Allen. Donnie Schatz, he finished in that fourth position. And then the night camp had different results as Macedo took the win over Jacob Allen and David Gravel with Schatz finishing in sixth. Next up, it's going to be the Northern Swing here once again. It's right in our backyard, River City Speedway, Friday, August 26th, with the NLRA late models in attendance as well. That's up in Grand Forks. That'll be on Friday. And then on Saturday, August 27th, the duel in the in the Dakotas at the Red River Valley Speedway here in West Fargo. The uh, the sprint cars are always fun when they come to town. Uh, we always get massive crowds out there. Yeah, it is so fun. It is huge. I remember when I was a kid, my grandpa would, that was a big deal. We'd come out all weekend at that time. It was a, a two-night deal. Or was it three? There but, used to be the Budweiser Nationals, I think, that uh, that went three days. Okay, yeah. yeah. Was, we would come for two nights, and that was a big deal. Who's grandpa going to get the tickets for this time? Because he'd have <laughs> like eight of them, you know. So it was always fun. So that'll be that'll be a good time. Now, NASCAR happened this this weekend also, and we've got the call from NASCAR.com. He won here a year ago, and he looks to go back-to-back at the Glen. Kyle Larson comes out on the front stretch. He'll see the checkered flag. Larson wins again at the Glen. That's right. NASCAR, Sunday, August 21st, Watkins Glen. Yeah, Kyle Larson scored his second win in a row uh, in of the year, excuse me, and called with a controversial pass on his teammate Chase Elliott late in the race. Larson appeared to lock up his brakes here going into turn one and run Elliott up the track on the restart. Then he ran away to get the win over A.J. Allmendinger and Joey Logano. 
And then he he kind of said, "That's just doing business, right?" That was <laughs> sort of his post race interview. It was like, "Yeah, this is what we do." Yeah, that's pretty much it. And you know, Chase Elliott, uh, you gotta gotta hand it to him. He he handled that with class. I think he was. I think it didn't really matter to him so much on this race. <laughs> I mean, a, getting a win or not winning sucks. But yeah, yeah he's. He, I think he was okay. Right. Uh, or he's just really good at hiding his anger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the win moves Larson up into second in the standings with one race to go before the playoffs. Elliott still has a lead, but over Larson by 134 points. Uh, Ryan Blaney sits in third, winless, still uh, 143 points back. Uh, Joey Logano's in fourth with 155 points behind, and Ross Chastain 161 points back in the fifth spot. So this is nervous times in the Blaney camp right now. That's right because you know they're going to they're going to Daytona this next weekend. You know whether Chase Elliott knows where he's going or not. I don't know if you caught the post race uh, thing there where he said. Well, if he's going to Bristol, I'm going to Bristol too, or something like no, that. No, and, I missed that. But what he didn't realize is they're going to Daytona <laughs> um, <laughs> for the last race before the uh, the uh, playoffs start. The re- regular season championship starts on Saturday night, August 27th at Daytona. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. So, and as you said uh, on the last episode, anything can happen at Daytona. Right, and there's still a lot of drivers who haven't won yet that can knock him out of the playoffs if they do. Right. Yep. So that's gonna be fun that'll be on saturday the august 27th so we had a rollover we did um and it was pretty impressive when i finally got to see the video of it because where i was sitting over in grand forks on friday i didn't have a good view of it uh, i all of a sudden i saw everybody stopping and i'm like what happened Uh-oh. um i'm like well this isn't good because this happened where i couldn't see it and okay it was blake eglund who became the 23rd different contestant this year so far with a two and a quarter uh, roll off of uh, turn number one of the River City Speedway. He just got launched, <laughs> and I think he pretty much did a complete 360 in the air before he landed. Really? And so yeah, wow! I got to see the in-car camera of it, and it was very impressive. Is that would that be considered like a half gainer if it was uh, uh, diving? You got to think so. You got to <laughs> think it has to be one. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean uh, the Tony Hawk score was pretty high on that one, uh, but yeah, he that's a total of nine points out there. He of course he is okay. Yes. All right. So locals race, racing nationally. Who do we have out there? Well, the Arkham Menard series started stopped at the Springfield Mile in at the Illinois State Fairgrounds on Sunday, August twenty first, and it ended in a very scary way. West Fargo native Bryce Haugerberg clipped the wall coming out of corner number four and slow to the front stretch. Haugerberg drifted away from the wall and was piled into by second place runner Buddy Kofoid. Uh, both drivers were able to get out under their own power and were okay. Haugerberg still managed to finish in the 10th spot out of that whole deal. They called the race right after that point, too, because of time constraints. Okay. Um, Amber Balkan had a rough day as well, too. She finished in the 14th spot, 23 laps down. Uh I should note also that Haugerberg ended up on his side. He, since I wasn't there, this does not count for the <laughs> the so unintentional be, rollover contest. You have to be present. Yes. For it to, okay. I have to be present for them to win. All right, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Because otherwise, I mean, there'd be people that I'd be watching videos oh, all the time yeah. of people rolling, and I just can't keep track of all hundreds of them that that, that happens to. That's fair. But yeah, he unofficially got one point. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what's coming up next? I, I know that there's a Hall of Fame night somewhere in the mix, right? Is that right off the bat? That is uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday, August 24th, Red River Valley Speedway. It's going to be our third attempt at getting the Hall of Fame night in. It's actually a makeup night since we've had so many rainouts this season. That's out in West Fargo. That'll be, uh, yeah, tomorrow or tomorrow night, Wednesday, August 24th. Okay. Uh, Thursday. 
Well, we have Jam the Stands Night at KRA Speedway in Wilmer, Minnesota. Okay, and then rolling right along, there's action. Boy, there's action. Uh, Friday, August 26th. We uh, already mentioned this one earlier here, but the World of Outlaws with the NLRA Late Models will be at River City Speedway in Grand Forks, and also I-94 SureStep Speedway has their Race of Champions qualifier in Fergus Falls. All right, and then Saturday, August 27th, there's more racing you can shake a stick at. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The Duel in the Dakotas will be out at the Red River Valley Speedway at the World of Outlaws and the NLRA Late Models at the in West Fargo. Uh, and then Season Championship Night in the Coogan Invitational yes! at the Jamestown Speedway. Uh, yeah, if you get second place in any of the feature races, you win a Coogan. Ah, uh, well, wh- why would you get first at that point? I mean, what is money when it really comes <laughs> down to it? When you can get fed? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, even though they're frozen, but yeah, they're still it's it's Coogan. It's yeah, really good. Set them on the hood for a while, and then season championship night will be at Viking Speedway in Alexandria that night as well. All right, and then Sunday, August the twenty eighth. Well, we got more late models going on because we have the NLRA late models at Buffalo River Speedway in Glendon, Minnesota on Sunday, and then Ransom County Fair season championship night at Cheyenne Speedway in Lisbon. All right, last but not least, Monday, August the 29th. One of my most sad days of the year is the season wrap-up at the Red River Cart Club in West Fargo. Yeah, boy, that's fun. All right, well, that gets us through all the action. There was a bunch. Yes, there was. There was a lot going on, and and uh, you had a a long and uh, uh, adventurous weekend. That is correct. Yeah, <laughs> I think I did over five hundred miles this weekend. Oh so yeah. man, you can go home and go to bed. We'll give you the we'll give you the rest of the day off. I will anyway. Uh, I don't know if everybody else will. I always have Tuesdays off after <laughs> <Okay>. this. Wait, <laughs> what do you mean the rest of the day off? Of course. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, great. I'm gonna take a really good nap though. All right. So you, you that's all the action. Everything coming up. Uh, as always, Corey will be on with the KFGO Morning Crew on Friday at 640. You can catch that on 790 or 104.7. He'll be on there with Doug and Dan talking about all the latest updates in action. And uh, that, that'll do it for this week. So for Corey Litton, I'm Ryan Jakey. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another episode of Checkers and Wreckers Victory Lap.